Your negative thoughts about yourself don't actually belong to you. You've taken ownership of them, but they weren't supposed to be yours in the first place. Someone else put them there. And there's one or two ways people can put them there. Some of your negative beliefs about yourself come from things people have directly said to you. And some of them come from your interpretations of how other people have treated you. For example, if you struggle with the belief that you are unlovable, more than likely, it either means that somebody said something like that to you once. Like maybe someone just straight up said, like, you're not lovable, you're you're not worthy of love. Or maybe it was a little more nuanced. Maybe it was like, no one's ever going to want to be with you if you don't stop doing this or if you don't start doing this. Or it can simply be your interpretation of the behaviors of other people. If your family of origin, for example, just didn't treat you with love, didn't show you love, you might interpret that as there is something wrong with me that makes me undeserving of being shown love, especially if it's something that happened as a kid. Because as kids, we're very egocentric. We think everything happens because of us. And we interpret everything that is or isn't present in our environment as being a reflection of something within us rather than potentially being a reflection of that environment itself. So maybe you just interpreted the idea that you were unlovable because you were never treated with love. But regardless of the origin of the belief, there is a certain turning point in the development of a belief system when it becomes very difficult to challenge. And that turning point is when the voice repeating the statement becomes your own. So for example, go back to that idea of someone saying, you're unlovable. If that's an experience you had with some other person, someone said this to you, right? And when you first started thinking about this experience that you had, this memory that you have, you probably pictured that person saying it. But if that was an experience that really stuck with you, if that statement just really got stuck in your head and wouldn't go away, at some point, the origin of that statement was lost and it stopped being that person saying it to you. Eventually, you just start hearing it as your own voice in your own head. And it feels like you're the one saying it. You're the one holding this belief. When that shift happens, negative thoughts become very, very difficult to challenge. And a lot of the cognitive behavioral thought challenges that you might have already learned become a lot harder to implement. Today, I'm going to teach you a strategy that can completely flip this pattern on its head. And it's something you can either use by itself or in combination with other thought challenge tools. But first, let me briefly introduce myself. I'm a clinical psychologist and I go by Dr. Scott. I am the owner and founder of the North Star Psychological Center, which is a private practice in Eastern Iowa focused on the treatment of moderate to severe mood and anxiety disorders. I am also the author of the book, For When Everything is Burning. So let's go back briefly to this idea that an external stimuli can become an internal narrative. And that's where our belief systems come from. That's where we develop these lenses or these filters through which we see the world and ourselves and our experiences in the world. There are many common belief systems. I'm unlovable, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, you know, I'm a failure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Once you start saying these things in your own head, in your own voice, when you try to implement a thought challenge, when you try to introduce this other pattern of thoughts into your mental ecosystem, what it ends up feeling like is that you're in a debate with yourself. It feels like you have divided into two different perspectives 
And it's sort of like the, you know, the old Warner Brothers cartoons with like the good angel, bad angel, or, or I guess it's the good angel and a devil, not a bad angel. What the heck is that? Um, it's like these two miniature parts of yourself arguing with one another. And what you might have found is like, it, it kind of seems like nothing ever wins. Like, like no side ever scores a definitive victory over the other. And it's ultimately just two people stating their own beliefs and, and no progress is really made. I'm not against thought challenges. I'm not against cognitive behavioral therapy. In fact, I actually really like them. But I think there's a step that is often missing from them that can dramatically increase their efficacy. And sometimes this tool is so powerful that it's the only thing you need to do to challenge the belief system. Sometimes you don't even need to stack a thought challenge on top of it. You can just use this tool by itself. And I call this tool personifying your belief system. Let me walk you through that. Essentially, we're trying to recreate the origin of the belief system, which started as coming from someone other than yourself. It started as an external stimuli, as an idea that was not native to your ecosystem. Now, we don't necessarily have to go back and figure out where this belief system came from and then like reattribute it to that person because half the time you can't even remember, like, who's the first person that said this to me or what was the what was the terrible event that happened to me that made me start thinking this way? You may not know. And even if you do know, attributing it to that person, that person might be someone you haven't seen in, you know, 30 years. It might be someone you don't remember really well. So we don't actually have to attribute it to its original source. That's often either impossible or implausible. What I like to do is think of somebody who you just can't stand. Somebody who no matter what they said, like even if they said something reasonable that you somewhat agreed with, there is a part of you that would still want to argue with that person. And this can be someone you know in real life. This can be a famous person. This can even be a fictional character. Fictional characters actually often make excellent choices for this activity. One thing I would not do, I'm gonna give you a big disclaimer here. Don't use anyone who has ever abused you or traumatized you as the personification for your negative belief system. I know that might be tempting because you might see them as like, you know, a, a terrible, evil person, not necessarily wrongfully so. But when someone has traumatized you, it can trigger, you know, like freeze or fawn responses when you think about this person. And that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do here. We are actually trying to trigger a fight response in you. That's that. That's essentially like the underlying mechanisms of this strategy I'm going to teach you. So don't have it be someone who has really hurt you in any major way. I, it tends to backfire when we do that. Someone who's either really just stupid or arrogant or obnoxious. Um, I'll give you a couple examples. I actually had someone do this recently and I've never watched this movie, so I had to rely on their expertise for it. But someone did this with Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars, I believe it is. And apparently he's just like the most obnoxious thing in the world. But what we're going to do is we're going to take this thought, this idea, this belief that you are unlovable or whatever the belief system you struggle with most prominently is. And we're going to attribute it to Jar Jar Binks or Gaston from Beauty and the Beast or like people often use political figures, somebody who you just, you just want to rip them to shreds every time they talk. Because that is actually the response we're trying to trigger in you. We're trying to train you to get to the point where anytime this thought pops into your head, you 
excuse me, you hear it in this person's voice and, and like really go all in on this. Okay. Visualize this person, visualize their body language, visualize their mannerisms, all the things they do, all the things that you know they do that just make you think, oh, this person is just so stupid. I just can't stand them. Their, their speech patterns, their mannerisms, their, their nonverbals, everything. Flesh this out as much as you can, okay? And then picture that person saying to you, your name, you don't deserve to be loved. And see if you don't suddenly have something to say about that. Because that's the trick. When we hear it in our own voice, it often triggers a reaction to not fight back against the thought. It often triggers alignment with the thought because we hear our own voice in our heads all day long. And our natural reaction to hearing ourselves say something is to align with it or agree with it because it's us. Because we're the expert on us. We know us. And we wouldn't say something about ourselves that's untrue, right? If I say I'm unlovable, well, wouldn't I know? You know, I've been observing myself for however many years and this is the pattern I'm seeing. So doesn't, doesn't that mean it's true? Not necessarily. It could just be a random belief system put there by one or two experiences that have become a belief system, become a lens that you've seen your entire life through and created a lot of confirmation bias. But sometimes in order to step out of that biased interpretation of events, we have to see it as coming from somebody else. And if it's somebody who triggers a strong fight response in you, it can completely shift your entire mental processing of that belief system. It can be something that you go to instinctively wanting to argue against, wanting to present evidence against rather than for. It can create a real animosity toward this belief. And that is what we're trying to do. We want to make this negative thought your mortal enemy, something you want to defeat, something you want to destroy, something you want to kill, something you want to eradicate from your mental space. And if you personify it as the most obnoxious, deplorable, despicable person or creature you can think of, you will probably have that reaction every time this thought pops into your head. So that's what I want you to try doing if this is a tool that sounds useful for you. Make your negative thoughts your worst enemy and then fight back every time they rear their stupid, ugly head until you win that battle, until they are gone from the place where they never deserve to exist anyway. Hope that makes sense. Hope it helps. See you next time. Take care.